Welcome back to another episode of Practical Nutrition. I'm Amanda. I'm Cassie. I'm Alex. And I'm Maria. And today we are talking about some ways that your partner or your spouse can support your health journey or that you can be a supporter of partner or spouse during someone else's health journey. We get this question a lot or this situation a lot in client consults, um, especially at the beginning of the year when you're trying to like start something new in your health journey. And it can play a huge role in your success, how much you are supported or supporting another person. And research shows that individuals who have a good support system at home are more likely to reach their goal weight and stick to those habits for longer. So whether you're the supporter or the one need in need of support, it's a really delicate um, dynamic to navigate. You want to be supportive and interested, but not like too pushy or too inquisitive. You want to ask the right questions. Um, you want to desire accountability if you're the one who's going through the health journey, um, but not needing nagging. So if you're going through a health journey, we recommend starting with a conversation that kind of sets the tone and gets everything out in the open and on the same page. And also knowing that it may take several conversations to get on the same page, and that's totally okay. So we're going to break it down into 10 different tips to consider as you're going through this type of situation. So the first tip is to share your why. I think that is so important because I know, you know, I've been married, it'll be 25 years here and um, an, another couple months, but, um, but I just know as you go through, you know, you know what you want and you know why. And so, but oftentimes, um, whoever your partner is may not understand or may, may feel like it's a threat because if you aren't explaining what's happening and talking about it ahead of time, you're just implementing things um, and changing things and doing different things. Um, then, you know, you can actually perceive that in your brain as a threat. And if you perceive it as a threat, our brains can't really distinguish between actual threat and real and perceived threat. And so you, you know, that can create a situation where everybody gets angry, upset, defensive, and their arguments. And, um, and in reality, I think if you talked about your why, uh, that would help start off with everyone on the same page. And so, um, so I think that obviously is the foundation of making this successful. Yeah, just having an open line yeah. of communication. So, you know. Which sounds so silly, but it's we don't do it. I know, it's so easy. <laughs> you know? And maybe not even related, but like silent expectations. Yes. You know, like, I, I feel like I do that a lot, where it's oh, like, yeah. why didn't you help with the dishes? Well, you didn't ask me to, you know what I mean? So That's a whole other topic. That's, yeah, that we could go, that's a whole other <laughs> podcast. But um, it kind of relates to this in a way of just having like an open line of communication. And like you said, it's like sharing your why as to why you're yeah. doing something. I feel like, I guess I, th I have never thought of it that way because I felt like that was my husband's personal kind of space. So whenever he does his run or he's doing certain things, I just feel like that's his time. So we've never really talked about the why, uh, aside from, you know, cooking certain meals, you know, to lessen the fat and less calories. But as for the why, I think that would be a great conversation. I don't know why I, we haven't done it, honestly. I think that brings up a great point because some people want their health journey to be more private or keep things close to them that aren't necessarily out in the open. So you don't have to share your why as like, I want to lose a specific amount of pounds or I want to eat healthy a specific amount of days or do a specific amount of workouts per week. Your why is more just like, 
I want to feel this way for this reason. So there's some things, health journey related to weight or fitness or quitting smoking or anything else, you can keep those things private to you, but Mm -hmm. the reason you're doing it is a good way to start the conversation instead of specific, specific goals. Yeah, I think that's definitely important. And then the second tip here is keep your goals visible, which I think is cool. Place handwritten motivational quotes on your fridge, by your mirror, so places that you like see it often. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I see like on social media, people having like little sticky notes, you know, on their mirror or whatever that you can see those types of things. Seeing how committed you are is a great way to model behavior that your partner can recognize and support without having to say anything. So yeah, Yeah. the sticky notes are a good way because sometimes like silent communication is okay. So just keeping it out in the open and and everyone's consciousness, the goals, um, rather than like Remind me to do this. Remind me to do that. Remind me to be positive. It's just like an unspoken thing, which is fine too. Yeah. And, and I will say to keep those positive, because I think, I don't know, I have, I have um, people who just thinking about if you have other people in your family too, um, but people in their household, um, healthy living was a very negative experience. And so just, you know, just to make sure you're being mindful of that um, and not beating yourself up like, you know, have and something that oinks when you open the refrigerator. That's a real thing. <laughs> I've it heard is. about that. It, yes. it is. Or, you know, or like, you know, um, things like that, that yeah. would be more of a negative um, and be a definite negative on body positivity. And so, um, so don't, you know, so when you're thinking about what you're going to say, if you're going to put post-it notes, I'm just, you know, making sure that you think about keeping it positive um, on what you want to do and how um, you want to feel instead of it being more of don't eat that or, you know, you'll get fat or whatever people might say that's a negative. Right. I thought this, the post-it notes are a good idea because you can put a goal out there like however many miles or walk time. But I think it's it would be nice for the spouse if the, after you discuss the why to give like an inspirational message, you know, on the bathroom mirror or on the coffee pot or something, you know, like have a great run today or walk today or something like that where it's like, because we're so busy all the time. And I used to communicate with my husband a lot through notes when we worked opposite shifts. So I think this would be, I like, I love the idea. Yeah. Really making sure it's positive and maybe like, this is all about communication. This entire episode, we'll use the word communication a lot. (laughs) So maybe even communicating, is it okay if I put this note here or does, is it okay if I put this on the bathroom mirror or I'm putting this here for this reason so that it's not just like, it doesn't just like pop up and they're like, what the heck is going on? So communicating why you're doing that and what it's for and if it's okay with them. All right, Cassie, you want to talk about the third tip? Yes, it is. This is a hard one, I would say, is get on the same page. I just know working with clients, if you have, if you don't have the same, you know, goals, um, being on the same page is hard. You know, if you have somebody who, um, you know, doesn't think that healthy eating or exercise is important and gets frustrated, you know, with the time and energy it maybe takes away from the relationship or other responsibilities. Um, it would be nice to say that, you know, healthy living isn't a a lot of work, but it is. (laughs) So, um, but it's worth it, you know, obviously, but it does take time. It does take planning. It does, you know, um, take some mental focus. So, um, so being on the same page, I think, um, is very important, but also, like I said, very hard. So, um, you know, 
And so um, at least on how you're going to accomplish it um, and understanding, that's kind of what we're, we're trying to tell you that that's something you could focus on, even if you aren't exactly on the same page with, um, you know, what you're doing. So if you and your partner or family don't eat the same way, if everybody at least understands this is why you're eating this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and that can be helpful. Um, and so, and then also um, it can help you troubleshoot for things in the future that may not go well. So if your goals aren't the same, you know, that's probably going to cause something in the future that may not work well if your goals aren't overlapping. Um, and so then maybe you could ahead of time come up with a compromise um before it becomes a negative and so um, planning ahead so um so instead of you know so just an example here um you know ice cream something very near and dear to my heart (laughs) so you know um and there were times in my life I feel like I while I was kind of on my health journey where I couldn't um, handle having ice cream in the house and because it was too hard for me I wasn't mentally there yet um, because I just couldn't control how much I ate. So, um, so now I don't have that issue, you know, but, um, but before, you know, I did have a conversation with my husband because, um, you know, he, um, he didn't have that same issue, you know, and when you don't have that issue, you may, you may not understand. So, um, so talking about that, where we kind of had a plan for ice cream because I still, um, enjoy it. And so, um, and we even still talk about it now, you know, Hey, um, how do you feel about having some ice cream tonight? You know, just kind of asking instead of, oh, no, we're not doing this, or yes, we are. So um, having a conversation. But instead of saying, we're not going to keep any of this in the house, um, talking about it and saying, you know, I'm going to have a small a small serving of ice cream a couple times a week, or maybe, you know, on Friday night, um, I think it'd be really fun to go get ice cream as a family. Um, and so that kind of thing. And then, um, having a plan too for exercise, you know, what does that look like and trying to make it work together? Um, and because when you do it together and everyone's, um, you know, kind of on the same page, I just think it works so much more easily. So, yeah, that's something that it's funny you mentioned ice cream, because that's one of those things that is, a topic in our house that I don't, I might have a little bit and I'm done with my sugar fix. And Scott is more like, like he likes a bigger serving and he'd rather like, why are you getting that? Like, you know, how did, did you not buy it then? Like, I'm just curious, what was the discussion to find that compromise over something like that? Right. And we just, I would always have a plan kind of with how often I felt like I was comfortable with having it and Mm -hmm. having a plan ahead of time and not just having a bunch of it in the house. And that was kind of my, you know, that was, that was our conversation. And so, and I have worked where I can have ice cream in the house now and I'm totally fine, you know, and I have, like, I could have a pint of ice cream and eat half of it and put the other half in the freezer. And that was something I never could do before. before. And again, this is, you know, I'm in this because I've, I've worked through a lot of this myself, you know, in the nutrition business. But, um, but I think that, you know, and he, he just never has, has had an issue with any of that. So, um, Mm. but I, I, that has worked well for our family. And then too, if, if I am at the point now too, if everyone wants to go get ice cream and I don't want to, I go along and I don't have any, you know, and I don't care. It's fine. Yeah. You know, it's not a big deal. And so I might bring a piece of chocolate or, 
you know, whatever. So, and sometimes I might choose wine over ice cream. That's right. fine too. You know, so I can, I kind of feel more confident. And I think sometimes, um, though, when you are on a health journey and you're trying to make these changes, you're not, you haven't built the habit yet. Right. And that's, what's hard when you have, you know, um, and I know there's some, um, the atomic habits book, which we've talked about a lot, but there's some stuff in there about just controlling your environment, you know, and, um, while you're changing habits, it's a lot easier to accomplish those if you don't have tons of things like ice cream at your that house, you, work, you, know. you know, it's there. Right. Well, thanks for sharing that because I feel that Scott jokes about it. Like, oh my gosh, why do you keep, but it could really be something that bothers him that he is just not getting stern with me about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, please, this is really a struggle for right. me. So I will definitely take that into consideration. Yeah. So, yeah. and you know, and, and Josh is, he, you know, he was, he never had the issue, but he was okay with, okay, well, let's do this, you know, once a week until right. while you're working on this and, and figure it out. So I like that. Yeah. And I think of like not only spouses, but sometimes with family too, um, like going out to eat with family when they're not, you know, on the same page as you are and they're getting burgers and fries and you order like a salad with chicken because, you know, your goals are a little bit different. And they're like, why would you order that? Just get a burger and fries like everybody else. So having that, like we've been talking about open line of communication as to what your goals are and why you're wanting to eat the way that you're eating. Cause I've had to work through some of that too. And I know my husband has, cause he's gone through a health journey too. So mm-hmm. It is hard whenever, you know, you are different than maybe you used to be. And also, I think that, I mean, I don't know if everyone else has this experience, but people um, feel not not that they want you to necessarily um, not stick with your plan. They just want to feel better about their choices. Um, and so if you, if people like to have other people that are joining in on their you know, debauchery. Of <laughs> not not so, saying like, I'll crush right. a burger and fries. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. But right. like sometimes yeah. it's just a salad and chicken. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? you know? Yes. And so I think when you are confident in your choices and skills, it's probably easier to be like, I'm, if I want to have a burger and fries, I don't feel upset if someone else orders something, you know, healthier, right. but I also am very confident where I am, you know? So mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, again, it could be just, um, I think people just, want other people if to yeah join in on the fun yeah that's them. an innate like we were talking last week in our management meeting about instinctual human qualities and that's called tribalism when you want to be part of a group for and have a like group think a specific thought so that's an the innate, burgers and fries yes. tribe. Yeah. Yeah. yes which we're, we're part of that it's a big tribe, tribe. sometimes <laughs> i like that i'm part of that I tribe as well yeah. Yeah. that's a great tribe to yeah. be a part of but going against your instinct and having the confidence knowing that if I feel like having a salad with chicken, that's totally fine. I don't have to be in the burgers and fries tribe all the time. I think too, we talked a lot about communicating with spouses and family, but also your kids. Cause, um, like Cassie said, sometimes they go out for ice cream as a family and she doesn't choose to get ice cream and you don't like, you want to communicate to your kids why. So they're not like, Oh, mom's not getting ice cream. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't be getting ice cream. So communicating your why to your children as well. Um, Mm -hmm. and leading by example so that they know what's going on and everyone's on the same page. I agree. I think that because I go right away to girls, but you know, that whole body image. And then if I'm not getting something, then it's like, well, are you trying to lose weight? Is that because like, I feel that sometimes you can go right to that when I could just say, no, I just don't really feel like it, which sometimes we go get ice cream and I just don't feel like it. Uh, and I just share that, but saying, you know, I'm going to have a glass of wine later instead. 
so that it's not automatically that I'm like cutting myself off from something completely um, to lose weight, yeah. which I think can be taken as a negative right away. Yeah. Like, then I they, don't know what she's thinking. Right. I they might be more it. likely to, to recognize their own hunger and fullness cues sometimes. Well, like I remember that one time mom just didn't feel like ice cream. So maybe it's valid that sometimes I just don't feel like ice cream and be more mindful of their own instincts, I guess. Yes. And it all comes back to communication, mm-hmm. you know, cause again, we don't know what each other's thinking. And so right. I think, um, you know, and that is definitely something that I talk about too, you know, and two, as a dietitian, um, you guys, you know, probably get this too, but I think, um, just the communication is even more important for us because, um, I think people look at, look at my poor husband or my poor kids sometimes like, oh, you must not get to, you know, do anything or have anything or, so I almost, um, you know, probably are a little too far on the not, you know, (laughs) or not, um, talking about it. And that's something I have to make sure that I am talking, you know, and raising girls, you have have to, but, um, because, you know, when you, we do this all day long and you go home and if anyone has a job, um, that they do something all day long, they usually come home and don't do that, you know? Right. And so it's kind of, I think sometimes people think that we go home and talk about nutrition all the time, but it really, we don't, right. you know, I don't want to talk of, about right. it. I mean, it's yeah. kind of like, I don't want to try to motivate my husband to do anything. I'm just like, you do whatever you want to do done. and yeah. I'm going to make it easy for you to be healthy, but I'm not going to, you know, if that's on you. you know? yeah. And so they probably get less help from us than, than other people <laughs> do. Such I don't know. I don't know if y'all have that same experience, but I try, I just kind of leave my husband alone, you know? And so now my kids, I I definitely do um, talk more about it and have more conversations, but, but he, um, you know, he kind of is on his own. Oh yeah. I make what I make for dinner. And then if you want to add stuff, change, have something else, whatever. But I'm like, this is what we're making. This is what I'm having. This is what we're having. I do have the options so that there are healthy options there. Salmon burgers, turkey burgers, so there's something quick, so there isn't, you know, or the grilled chicken that's in the freezer. It's already cooked. Uh, But, yeah, there's other options in there for the kids, though, that aren't as healthy, you know, if they need that quick snack or they're craving the pizza rolls. I'm not going to say, no, you can't, whenever, you know, they they want something fun to watch a movie or whatever. Absolutely. Got to find balance. That's right. All right. Tip number four is talking about date nights. So planning new types of date nights. So when you're incorporating a health journey into an existing relationship dynamic where health wasn't previously a goal, it can be a barrier or a topic of conversation. So it is totally possible to prioritize both your relationship and your health journey. You might just have to change some little things and find compromise and healthy date nights is one of those things. So examples of healthy dates, cooking a new meal at home together, or maybe having like a cooking competition. That's something that my husband and I really like to do. Um, You do a competition? Yeah. Like chicken wings recently. I said, I "I can cook them on, on the stove better than you can grill them. And he said, okay, well I'm going to grill them and we'll like compare and see who's best. Who won that? Um, he did. (laughs) (laughs) We do that with pizza a lot, like toppings and stuff. Like whose is going to be better. And mine was crispier. So it was better, obviously. All right. That's a good idea. (laughs) Obviously. It's fun if you're doing it at home, you're saving the money. 
exactly. going out. Yeah. And, yeah. You're, and when you do have kids, you know, your kids can get involved in that kind right. of thing too. We do the pizza thing or, you know. Uh, you just did it recently. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh yeah. I remember yeah, that for Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah. We love That's that. That's fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Or different recipes, you know, have people um, cook yeah. something different. Um, but I, this is a hard one to me because mm-hmm. I think you're so, you know, when you think of a date, it's something, or even if you, um, I even think going and doing things um, together with family or friends or your kids or your spouse or whoever. But um, there's always like something it seems like associated with it that's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so right. it can be hard um, to to want to participate in social things with groups of people, whether it's family, friends or whatever, um, whenever those things have, um, you know, just stuff associated with them. Mm-hmm. So um, like eating or yeah. Um, you know, whatever. So I just, I just find that very, very challenging navigating life. Yeah. And it's fine to do those things sometimes like, um, and finding the balance. And so if that's what your spouse or your partner or your family members want to do something that's related to something unhealthy, that's great. You can totally do that sometimes. And then sometimes it's okay to voice that you want to do what you want to do together, mm-hmm. like the cooking thing or taking a new fitness class together or taking a walk or a hike or going to the driving range or golfing or something that's more related to your specific goals. I love that. And my husband and I are huge foodies. We love to try food and different wines and wine pairings and stuff. But like, for example, we on Valentine's Day went to Flame and then like walked around downtown after, you know, so just like little things like that to maybe keep it you know, a little more active. That's a so great idea. You're not like sitting in the car at afternoon. Like, oh my God, I'm so full. So like taking, you know, a little lap around down if yeah. the weather's nice, if you know, just something like yeah. that. Yeah, that's a great idea. And, you know, my husband and I go, we lift in the evenings together, which can be very challenging because we're tired. But yeah. if I think about, okay, what would we be doing instead? So you can kind of think, and then, you know, you could try the new thing and see how you feel with the new thing and mm-hmm. try to incorporate some of that. So um, you know, so that's kind of our date, um, evenings, you know, is often exercising, you know, but we find that we talk more, we have the work, right. And we, you know, and we talk, um, in the car, you know, just those Mm -hmm. little things. I think when you're busy parents, it's just those little things really, um, really make a difference. And so, um, so again, we feel better. We have more energy and what would we do instead is probably watch a show and we probably wouldn't talk be that on much, your phones. you know, at home if we were right. just home in the evening and relaxing. So, um, so the walks, I think like after dinner walks, you know, those, you could even do 20 minutes and that's good. Um, and then we love the active stuff. You know, I think that's part of, you know, we, we've just always enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's more family stuff, like extended family that sometimes we have a hard time with. Right. Um, but when you do the night workout, what time do you do that? Because there's that risk. I yeah. feel that now I'm awake. awake. Yeah. yeah. Usually 630 because that's okay. kind of when we can do it with after getting our, you know, but again, it depends on the sports season and, um, right. you know, all of that stuff. Um, I would love my favorite time. So maybe my husband's listening, um, but <laughs> I would love to do a noon workout with him. A noon? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It just yeah. starts as, you know, earlier because yeah. earlier, it's hard, you know, because we start, we also um, run in the mornings before work. And so it's just kind of a. Um, it's a long day. It's a long day. Yeah. Yeah. So by the end of the day, but I'm always happy I did it afterwards. It's just sometimes he has to drag me out the door. Um, (laughs) Scott does that too. He'll want to, he'll suggest a hike on a really nice day, which I love that. But then if I've been cleaning or I've had a list in my head mentally of what I'm going to tackle that day, sometimes it's as nice as that sounds. I stress about that list that I haven't done yet, but 
he is very good about that. I, I do like the idea of doing something active. Let's go for a hike. Let's have dinner and take a walk around town and do something we haven't done before. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I think that brings us into number five, which is incorporate the whole family. I think we kind of already went over it. You over know, it, just incorporating yeah. your family yeah. more, which Cassie was talking about. Um, and then number six is be open about your needs. So do you want your partner to call you out on unhealthy habits or not? I think that's really hard too. It's a hard balance to have. What you talked about, Amanda, like the nagging versus like being helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that can, that's a hard line to follow. Yeah. Like if you're sitting on the couch eating out of a bag of chips, do you <laughs> want your husband to say, are you going to eat that whole thing? Or do you want him to just look at you with a glare? Or do you want him to just like leave you alone and let it happen? <laughs> so you got to communicate what you think you need. And then whatever you've communicated is the standard. So if you've communicated, I want you to call me out and ask me, are you going to finish that whole thing? You can't get mad if they follow through with that because they're just doing what they thought was communicated as the standard. So you got to set the tone is a very important thing. This is such good stuff to think about. I mean, it's really, these are really important because too with kids, I mean, I think this is important too with teenagers. I mean, when they're younger, you know, they may not know, but when they get older, um, you know, asking if they do have a health journey or things are trying to change, you can, you know, say, how can I help you with that? What would be help, you know, and mm-hmm. when you have, because when you're talking to them, when it's actually happening, you know, it's, it's not always going to go as well just because people's emotions are involved and things like that. So, um, talking about ahead of time is great. So I love this one. Yeah. Also like it can go the same way with positivity or or praise do you want to be praised like oh great job I saw that you got a PR on your whatever today or does that make you feel embarrassed to have praise like some Mm -hmm. people don't like to be the center of attention or have things like that called out and that's totally fine but you need to communicate that to Mm -hmm. your partner so that they know because they might think that they're doing a good thing by praising you but some people don't don't like that and that's okay you know or on that note sharing it on social media, you know, if they accomplish something, whether it's a PR or Scott had a number of burpees he wanted to do within a year before a certain birthday and he did it. And I almost put it on social media just cause it's, I mean, I don't know. You're proud. I, I hate burpees and I'm also proud of him <laughs> for doing it, but I held back because I thought, I don't know if he is going to take that as being like, I'm showing off that I did this. Um, and so that's definitely something I think that you should discuss. Yeah, that's The embarrassment example. part. Um, and just like, is it bragging? Is it, you know, mm-hmm. how do you feel about that? Am I, is it okay if I share that you did this? Or when is it okay to do that? You know? Right. Yeah, yeah, that's a perfect example. That is. So, and also I think too with um, body changes, if those are happening, mm-hmm. I think that's just another touchy thing as well. Um, if your significant other or family or whatever is commenting on your changing body, is that something that's helpful or not helpful? You know? Um, so, and you know, is that going to make people feel like, well, how bad did I look before or did everyone, you know, is this, so, um, sometimes that can um, bring a focus to you that isn't going to be the best focus, you know? So, um, but also if your spouse or you are on this journey and you're doing all this work and noticing all these changes and they're not, no one's saying anything that Mm -hmm. could also be a negative, you know? So just, um, maybe having a conversation about, um, that part too might be helpful. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, I think you said like in the heat of the moment, if someone says, Oh my gosh, you look so thin. You don't have to write then and there be like, please don't comment on my physique. (laughs) Cause then that's awkward. You can bring it up later or shoot them a text. Like 
hey, I just, I'm going through this right now and I want to keep it private. I'm so glad you gave me a compliment, but I would really appreciate it if you didn't comment on my physical attributes, but thank you for like being concerned and loving me enough to say that. And I think people like to compliment each other, you know, and I think um, as females in general, again, kind of coming back, but males too, but, um, you know, it's always just a touchy thing to do, you know, whether you um, do it or don't do it, or is it going to help or hurt or, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, and I think when you have just random people that you don't know that well, um, you probably aren't going to have that conversation, you know, but, um, but with your family or someone that's really close to you, whether it's a best friend or, um, you know, that might be a conversation that you would want to have. Um, mm-hmm. cause sometimes people do comment and, and, you know, you just kind of, um, move on, you know, if it's right. not someone, you know, really well, cause they're just, you know, they're trying to be helpful, you right. know, um, yeah. but, um, but if it's someone that you see all the time having that conversation might help. Yeah. I try to make it, uh, if I know somebody is on a health journey mm-hmm. and they have lost some weight, uh, but I don't want to call specific attention to anything, like I would never go, you look so thin in front of a mm-hmm. bunch of people. Uh, I usually would just say, "It's you look beautiful or you look great. And it's, kind, it's still a compliment and it's mm-hmm. positive reinforcement, but it's not zeroing in on a physical Wait. attribute. Yes. Right. Yes. I feel good. like it's always a, it's probably safe to not comment on people's physical. Yes. I, like, yes. You know just what I mean? Like, like you said, I you love look that so happy. Dress. Or, I yeah. love, you know. Yeah. You seem so happy. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I like yeah. to, is you look like, you know, you're really, you know, have a lot of energy or, you know, yeah. whatever right. it is. Just right. kind of, or yeah, happy is good. That's so. a golden rule we need yeah. to establish in this yeah. next generation. Yes. Let's just not comment on people's physical attributes. But it's just, it was so ingrained in our generation. It was before. I mean, it was just right. that way. it was so ingrained, and so I think it's just a. I think people do it without thinking about it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, um, and it happens a lot. Like thinking about me, like being pregnant recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. I'm not pregnant right now. <laughs> I'm talking about like <laughs> before. Um, being like, you know, oh, your bump is so big, or you can, you're hardly showing. When some, I don't, I don't really care about that. But some moms are like you know, I want to be showing and people are saying I don't have a bump, you know? So just yes. like things like that, that's yeah. kind of unrelated to this, but a little note on Same that. Same thing yeah. though. Yeah. You know, yeah. better to just say you look beautiful right. or yeah. how are you you're glowing. You look yeah. great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's, that's, that's a hard one. So it is. I think people are, are getting better about it mm-hmm. though. So yes. Um, but. Um, so number seven, speak up against being undermined. This is a good mm-hmm. one too. Um, what is an undermining behavior? So if you're committed to cooking meals at home and husband brings home Chinese food, mm-hmm. undermining. So why does this happen? A lot of times they like things the way they were before. Um, and then what can you do about it? Not getting upset, reassess and talk, compromise. I mean, all of those types of things. I think this happens a lot too. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it's just if you have a hectic schedule, it's almost like it, you're prone to it as mm-hmm. So having those healthy options available in the freezer, I think is key to that. But I've been the guilty person of like not bringing home Chinese food, but bringing home something Something. that was Mm -hmm. convenient because I just didn't have time to cook. Right. And I think it's kind of like how you word it. So like last night, for example, I was making chicken fajitas, sheet pan chicken fajitas at home. And my husband called and said, hey, would it be helpful if I brought home Chipotle? Like, are you really busy? Instead of being like, well, let's just leave it. Let's just get Chipotle. I think if you could word it a different way and come from a place of like, oh, I'm just trying to help rather than being like, oh, I I don't want your help. Would it be helpful? That was nice. Good job, Riley. Yeah, I know. That's really great. (laughs) 
that's that's awesome yeah so that is really good. yeah just yeah. the the way communication yeah. it's all it's what it all yeah. boils mm-hmm. down to yeah. yeah so um and then um ne- next number eight is find fun ways to measure progress that aren't weight related so and that could be some challenges or goals that maybe you have um and that could be some of your post-it notes as well mm-hmm. you know um and you could even um challenge other people um, in your circle um, to things if you want, if that would be helpful to all of you. Because often, again, with the whole tribe mentality, people like to do things together, you know, a step challenge or, um, mm-hmm. you know, but instead of, okay, who can lose the most weight, you know, those can be more helpful um, with what are you going to do. Um, and so I used to do with my kids, you know, all the rainbow colors, you know, and, and veggies. And, you know, did you get all the veggies in the day or that you wanted? And so, um, and having everyone set up their own goals, um, you included, is very helpful. Um, you know, how many steps, how many times do you take the stairs? Um, and so my family will not get on board with that um, in the airport, though. <laughs> The stairs if anyone or the has any tips. escalator I, yeah, thing? Yeah, because, you know, it's always the elevator escalator, and I'm always like, let's take the yeah. stairs. And so I'll be by myself taking the stairs, <laughs> and I'll be riding up the thing, you know. I love so. that. <laughs> and my family would seem to, she's one of those yeah, people. You I know, know? <laughs> see, and they're like rolling their eyes, you know. <laughs> I'm like that too, though. I'm like that too. She's in the stairs yeah, tribe, and I that's know. okay. But it's almost like gamifying things, you know, like yeah. being, yeah, I, I'm a competitive person, so that'd be, that's a good tip is like making it fun yeah making it fun. and i i kind of gamify the whole eating out thing because my husband and i and i may have talked about this we have this thing you know i try to eat healthy pretty much most i mean most of the time but obviously sometimes i want a burger and fries you know and i have that too but um but he's always like on his birthday he picks out where we go so he's always trying to pick like the place where i cannot oh, no. get anything healthy <laughs> you know undermining so, yeah so <laughs> undermining see, i think on some of birthday. this happens in our household but it's more of a i just laugh about that's it that's funny know? But um, but so he picked Waffle House, you know. Oh my god! Did you go? <laughs> oh yeah. And so um, so I was like, okay, you know. Right, so then I want to try even more. You know, it makes me even more like committed. So I yeah. got the um, the scrambled eggs and um, a side of tomatoes and wheat toast, and that was my breakfast hey, or oh my, my gosh, brunch or whatever. It was really, it was perfect. And, and shout out to Waffle coffee. House. Hey, yeah, you yeah. still you got you, yeah. I mean, you yeah, got some good you stuff. You got to just. Look for it. And they're yeah. open 24 hours a day. Exactly. I see that as a win. That's a win. <laughs> and they just had a whole, it was almost a whole sliced tomato as my side. So I just put some salt and pepper on it and, um, good. and it was perfect. So yeah. Josh, you got to try harder, I guess. I know. So now, <laughs> now we'll see what he comes up with this year. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love that. All right. Moving on to tip number nine. This is kind of a touchy one. So it's called, it's talking about your relationship because sometimes we find that partners may not be on board and may subtly sabotage or undermine your efforts in fear that if you lose weight, you won't be attracted to them or you might have more potential partners available to you. So even though that may annoy you, validate your partner's feelings anyway. Like, I see why you're in fear of this or I see why you're concerned and let them know that you see them. Um, But talking about how your why is related to your family, playing more with your kids or feeling better so that you can um, be a better wife, be a better husband, whatever it is, and making them and your family a part of your why and not just, I want to look hot, you know? (laughs) That's very good, yes. All right, last tip, seek outside help. 
um, is totally okay because it is not your partner's job alone to support you and give you everything you need. It's important to find other sources of support like here with us at AYB through a registered dietitian or a personal trainer or some type of online community support group um, can help bridge that gap so it's not just only their job falling on their shoulders. I love that. And, you know, as we're talking about if this is your health journey and ways that you can help yourself, also be mindful if you are the outsider on someone's health journey of ways that maybe things maybe that you're doing to make it more difficult for them. Um, and, um, you know, just to be aware of that, because sometimes that's like Amanda said, as human nature that we're trying to, you know, um, you know, sabotage them and not doing it on purpose, but it's just, um, it, just look for those things. And I think, um, too, we've all been there and all done things and um, and try to help them um, see all of this as well and be that support person um, as well. Because I think all of us know people that are going through health journeys um, So in our lives. And so, um, so not only can we have them help us better, we can help other people better, too, with knowing all of this stuff. I love this topic. Yes, it's this good. is a good topic. Yes. It's relatable for everyone. So you can listen to yourself, maybe listen to it when your husband or wife is in the car if you want them to hear it, too, <laughs> <laughs> or your kids. Um, but this will wrap up our episode, and really just working on our communication with every other human being is what it's all about. If you enjoyed today's topic, go ahead and like this episode and add a comment below. If you have a topic request, comment that below too. If you've been listening to Practical Nutrition for a while now or are brand new to our channel, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We are continuously trying to grow this platform to share all of the nutrition knowledge that we can, and those reviews can help us do that. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and we look forward to seeing you next time.